Everybody, welcome to episode 149 of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. My name's David Pether, you can call me Fish. With me as always, my favorite sack of shit. Conomic Duff. Hello, Fish, how are you? I'm good. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is in cinemas right now. I've seen it, I'm excited, I'm ready to talk about it. I'm so fucking amped. Well, let's just jump right in then. Let's just jump right in. <laughs> you sound as excited as I thought you would be. Yeah, I, I went back and listened to our Jurassic World episode, which was all the way back in episode 40, which Jeez. is over 100 episodes ago, which is crazy. Yeah. That was only three years. It was only three, three years? Yeah, it was three years. It doesn't feel like it was that long ago is what I'm trying to say. I felt like we just had that argument. <laughs> because, as I recall, you fucking hated it, and I fucking loved it, being mm-hmm. the Jurassic Park fan that I am. It's very hard for me to hate these movies. It's very hard. You put a dinosaur, and you put the little the skeleton in the symbol, and I'm already there. You know, I've been collecting all the toys for Fallen Kingdom leading up to this, so I couldn't have had a better lead-up. I'm, I'm just... I was just so hyped. I had my tickets, like, two months in advance... This is my jam. Jurassic Park is the best movie of all time, and this is number five in my little legacy. How are you feeling in the lead up to this one? I could not give less of a fuck about this film. <laughs> I like I literally couldn't have cared less. I don't I it is like I just don't fucking care. I'm not saying this to be an asshole. I know you're excited and I love how excited you are, but just personally, I don't care. I didn't like the first one. Why would I want to see the second one? <laughs> that's, that's, that was, that's the honest truth. I just wasn't looking forward to it. And I saw it yesterday. I saw it yesterday at 10 a.m. Oh, sharp. straight up. Yeah. I wake up super early now. So I'm trying to, I try and get everything out of the way. In the morning, this, is, this was like you eating your vegetables before getting to the to the meaty Dessert. stuff. You, you yeah. got your Jurassic World out of the way at ten o'clock in the morning, so you could yeah. continue living your life. Um, <laughs> how was your cinema? Was it at ten a.m. on the first screen? Chockers, really? Yeah, it was really busy. Wow, I was actually quite surprised. Yeah, full of peeps. They were all seemingly enjoying it. I think I don't. I wasn't really paying attention to many people. Mm. I was just eating chicken curry I got from downstairs. Chicken curry. Um, You're one of those and, guys who stinks up the cinema. Yeah, I'm a bastard. <laughs> but I was hungry and I didn't really care. Yeah, you got to do what you got to anyway. do. I um, my cinema was packed. It was IMAX. I they had like an advanced screening um Wednesday night at six thirty. It was cool, but I was kind of hoping for a midnight screening. Even though you know the old man and me didn't want to stay up until midnight. There's something about midnight screenings that are magical. They had one for Jurassic World and it was great. Like everybody was dressed up. There was like five or six Alan Grants there. Um, And there was kind of nothing really going on for this one. There was one guy in one of those T-Rex inflatable suits that are all the rage right now. But that was about it. It was still, it was a good turnout. But yeah, the crowd wasn't as crazy as last time. Like there was no applauding. I I sort of clapped at the end because, you know, I love these movies and everybody else kind of didn't and it was awkward and weird. But that might be a testament of what the movie was like 
which is something we need to talk about. So, Connor McDuff, will you please tell us what happened in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom? Um, so, the island that the original Jurassic World was on, it was blowing up from a volcano that was on the island. Very weird place to put a theme park, might I add. And this company, John Lockwood, John Lockwood, I don't know his first name. Lockwood basically wants... Oh god, I don't remember the characters' names. Owen and the girl, Claire. what's the girl's name? Claire, to go back to the island and save a bunch of the dinosaurs so they can live on a sanctuary in peace and harmony and not be bothered because they deserve life. Everything's sweet. Owen goes and they all go. Um, turns out that the company that Lockwood runs is actually being run by I don't know who that guy is. Is that his like nephew or something? Or uh, I think I it's know. just like his assistant of sort. Like he he basically yeah. has um, entrusted him with his fortune to you know yeah the, the do future the right thing. yeah do the right thing in the future. So he basically is, secretly what's going on is they're actually taking the dinos to sell them off to people illegally and to clone them and breed another hybrid and so. That's what happens, and they fuck over Owen and Claire. And so Owen and Claire the whole time are trying to save the dinos. And at the very end, the dinos are all about to get sold off, and this little girl frees them, who is Lockwood's granddaughter. But it turns out Lockwood never had a granddaughter, and the, the granddaughter is actually a clone of Lockwood's daughter, because it's all cloning and stuff. And so that's cool, and then the dinosaurs are free in the world and the velociraptor hybrid gets fucking murdered and that's it <laughs> that is it i like how little you talked about the indoraptor in this well um, it pops it pops up at the end yeah and then it's there for five <laughs> seconds and it's gone it's something I want to talk about, but the way I want to I want to do this review because I have a lot of notes. I've got a lot to talk about this movie. This means a lot to me. This movie, so I'm I don't want to miss anything. So, do you want to try and do it like chronological order? We'll go from opening scene to closing scene. Absolutely. All right. Cool. Just um just before we get into it, I have only seen this once which is strange for a Jurassic World or Jurassic Park film for me. Normally, I've seen it like three times in the first two days. Um, but I've been working so much lately that I couldn't get to a second viewing. I wanted to try and get one last night before we did this review because, you know, you kind of have your fan moment and then I want to do the critique moment. I want to go in and, and, and really get into it. But what I could do is I have the junior novelization. <laughs> so I read that at work yesterday because it's a kid's book and, you know, it's like 100 pages and got the story again. So I feel like I've seen it twice and I'm ready. So <laughs> what did you think about the opening scene? Opening scene was a banger. Fucking A it. it was. It was so good. That was like that. I <clears throat> that set up like such a good vibe, you know, like that's the old school part of Jurassic Park that was so cool was the creeping and the the fear that these things are going to just totally demolish you. Absolutely, um, man. Absolutely. And this is... Look, I've gone back and watched Jurassic World, the original, many, many times since our review. And I jerked off all over it when we when we reviewed it. I had to battle you. But look, mm. there's a lot wrong with that movie. I'll admit it. It's, I still love it. But the biggest problem that I found with Jurassic World was it was way too glossy. 
looking back on it now, compared to that first film and even the second film, they're quite dark movies. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm. it's quite creepy. It's quite... They're not particularly monster movies, which is something I'm going to talk about later, but they're dark. They're, there's there's just this feeling, this tone that sets up the, the way we're supposed to feel as audiences, watching these characters step into a world that they don't understand. Whereas Jurassic World, it was too clean. And I think we talked about it in the review last time, but, like, it was... A lot of it was during the day, and it was kind of... It just, yeah, you know, it just felt like B-movie style. There was no, there was no, the tone was all off. Whereas in this opening scene, they just get straight back into that feeling. Like yeah. exactly what you just said. There's all the, the shadows moving. You see the lightning strikes and you see the, the a flash of the T-Rex in the, in the trees. You hear a Dilophosaurus jumping through the bushes. You know, the Mosasaurus just like a giant silhouette above that cool um, submarine thing. I was like, holy shit, we're on song. We're back on it. There's torrential rain. There's a guy in a like a, a yellow raincoat who looks like Nedry from the first one kind of thing. I'm really disappointed that there wasn't a Dilophosaur at the start because they teased that. But the T-Rex scene where it's chasing the, the chopper and all that was fucking stellar. Absolutely stellar. I loved it. Yeah, it was a banger. It, it was a really, really good scene. I don't really have any complaints about it. I just thought it was well, well built and felt very classically Jurassic Park as well. Yeah, which is cool. And it builds up the sense of dread, like the door, the yeah. the gates for the the lagoon are left open. The mosasaurs out in the world now, which <laughs> doesn't go anywhere. Well, we'll talk about yeah. that later. Yeah, it's it's really setting up the feeling we have. I do have one question about this thing though. I, just like a, a technical in terms of biology and, and how things are biodegraded and whatnot. So they're going there to get the, the Indominus Rex's DNA from its skeleton, which is down at the bottom of the lagoon. As you remember, the Mosasaur killed it at the end of last film. I thought that bone structure was pretty intact for having been eaten by a Mosasaur. Yeah, you're right. I didn't even think of that. That's not even something that crossed my mind. I just thought... That it's the Indominus that Rex. Get, yeah. That DNA, you know, get that shit. Like, I guess, like, in terms of, you know, to remind us what it was, you need to see the shape of it and all that sort of thing. But I don't know. Like, I feel like an animal as big as a Mosasaur would probably eat bones and all. I don't know how that works in the animal kingdom. But I don't, and even if it did leave bones, I don't think they'd be intact. Yeah, I'd, <laughs> I'd assume that that would, it would just eat the whole thing. I don't think it cares too much. To be yeah. honest. <laughs> but anyway, that's just like a little thing there. Yeah, but basically we go from there. We've got, we meet Claire and Owen They're again. Free. They broke up. Yeah, so they had another little stint outside of the film where they were dating. And it's, it's, it's kind of cool. I like the dynamic between them. It's, it's, um, it's fun. How did you think, how did you feel about Chris Pratt in this film? <laughs> I, um... I want to I want to go through chronologically so I'll bring okay. up something a bit later but overall like I love Chris Pratt like I fucking love Chris Pratt but it like he's very much fallen into an archetype isn't he very very quickly where he plays the sort of very smooth and cool dude and in this like he seemed more so than the first one like he wasn't as flawed in this one he didn't really have much wrong mm, yeah. like, he was just sort of the perfect man yeah true um, but I mean, I, I don't really care. I didn't really care. I didn't like his character wasn't something that bothered me until the end, which I'll talk about. Okay. No, I don't. I the only thing that really concerned me was like they have this tiff, 
and then they're meeting at the bar and it's like it's sort of initially their dynamics really cool and like you know they've got some bad blood there but then that it sort of just is ignored they don't really go back to it or touch on it yeah yeah and they have they have a lot of moments where they have the opportunity to discuss it and they don't or just just the, their behavior changes almost entirely which is a bit a bit disappointing it sort of starts out on this, yeah, this is going to be like a back and forward throughout the whole film. But I feel like once they get on the island and it's it's all about the dinos, mm. it, it just gets forgotten. Like, exactly like you said. I'm not particularly complaining, but that does present a problem, uh, which I'll talk about in a little while. But I, look, I just want to say straight up, like, the stuff on the island is great. When they go back to the island, we're walking down the main street... We see a brachiosaur. The dinosaurs are in their in their habitat. It's just it's it feels better, <laughs> if you know what I mean. It yeah. feels better than it did in Jurassic World. Like this is what I'm talking about with tone. I I feel like we're right on song here. Like it's it's got this you know because the volcano is erupting. There's always this weird orange sort of glow, afternoon style glow over everything. The colors are really popping this time around. I don't know. I'm I'm just really in it, and I just want to see how they're gonna get these dinos back. I like I love the story. Like I like the initial idea of uh, what Mills the um you know the bad guy. He, when he's talking about, you know, sending the dinos to another island, I was all like, oh, that's cool. It would, you know, that's a really sweet idea. Right. And I think that would good, be really good. Good linear story. And, you know, it's fine that he, he turns out to be an asshole and, and, and whatever. But like, I like the idea that they're going into say, this is Lost World again. Like we're, we're treading the same, the, the same ground that they did in the Lost World. They're going to preserve the animals. There's some bad guys there, all the army type dudes who are, who are actually hunting them to use them for nefarious reasons. It's the same thing, but that's fine because I love The Lost World, but I like the way they're going about this. And you've got that that the main head honcho, he's just a bit of an asshole, and there's a, there's a cool little sort of standoff with him and Chris Pratt at the start. I like the bit where they go and get blue. I think that's all really cool. Um, I do think... I, do, I, do, I brought up the Brachiosaur, but I, it's a cool scene and a cool sort of you know, nostalgic moment. Like we had that, mm. that's the first animal they see in, in um, Jurassic Park. But I, I just feel like it could have been a different dinosaur this time around. Like, can't we see something different? Like, yeah, not a T-Rex or a Brachiosaur or a Raptor. Yeah. One of the other 15,000 dinosaurs out there. Where's the Triceratops love, bro? Triceratops is a yeah. fucking dope animal. They, the yeah. Triceratops got the sick Triceratops in the first Jurassic Park. And there's a bit where a Tri goes nuts in the lost world and smashes up the hunter's camp what about a magical moment with the that a herd of triceratops just following you know walking mm. across the gyrosphere valley that would have been beautiful like that's the sort of thing i just feel like it's it's a copy out to do the to do the fucking brachiosaur again you know what i mean like yeah i don't know i thought i thought the island stuff was great i thought the like there was a lot of cool tension there and like some really awesome moments. I liked that Claire and um, old mate were stuck in the lab with the the big dino. Yeah, the baryonyx. Um, that was a fun moment. And I liked Chris Pratt having to get out, but I didn't really like the whole, they he sedated him, but left him there to die. Like that confused me. I was like, hang on. So he's sedated, but they're leaving him here to die. Why wouldn't they just, just shoot, shoot him? him. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that was just such a strange moment. It happens a lot throughout the movie as well. Like later on, when they're they're caught in the, I'm, you know, I'm jumping ahead, but like when they are caught in the um, 
the mansion when they're in the the cage like the the dude says oh leave them here you know there'll be nobody yeah, in this house yeah, later it's, it's like so... just fucking kill them like yeah, yeah it's such a bad it's so weird it's just like lazy writing it's a bad like... bond villain sort of thing yeah you yeah. know they leave, leave them to die yeah we don't want to see it happen but he will die eventually and then they wonder why they get out yeah i don't know i did like the you know the sedated chris pratt flopping his way away from the <laughs> from the lava, lava though that yeah. was pretty funny but the new, the new um the new characters that have come along you've got old mate with claire franklin I was yeah. actually worried that he was going to be a piece of shit. In fact, I turned to, you know, our buddy Reese, who I see mm-hmm. everything with. I said, that guy's going to annoy me through this film. I can just see it. He's going to fucking piss me off. But how did you feel about him? You know, he's only really in the start of the film in <laughs> this part anyway. I thought I thought it was fine, but I, I thought it, both of these new characters were almost completely unnecessary because they are only in it at the start yeah. and they don't really offer anything like that girl's with the with blue to keep him alive but i was like i don't really think that's necessary for one i don't really think they need to be in there and they don't really do anything very important after the fact like after they're on the island and the the guy takes up a lot of time on screen like he's there and takes up a bit of time initially mm-hmm. and he's in the ball and like he sort of a he sort of comes off like he's gonna be very important and then they just fuck him off. Like Yeah. I didn't hate him. I didn't hate him. He was whatever, but he was just nothing later on. Like yeah, they just yeah. ignore it. No, I totally agree. I I actually liked him. I, I'm very mm. surprised because I, I liked what they were doing with him. They were giving him an, like all that screen time, like you said. I thought they were building him up for something big and it's kind of disappointing that he just disappears. And the same with her. Um, like I found him quite funny. Like the bit where she, like the girl says to him, like, oh, what are you afraid of flying? There's like, you have more of a chance of getting injured riding a horse than you do getting on a plane. And he's like, well, I would never get on a horse. So there's 0% of that happening. Yeah. <laughs> so, like I like that sort of stuff. And yeah. him and... Uh, Owen are like he's like we're not compatible yeah we're not <laughs> I, yeah I quite liked him and he was like the little bitch so he screamed every time a, a mm. dinosaur came out everything every time he heard something he's like it's a T-Rex isn't it it's a T-Rex I loved him I thought he was great but he doesn't continue on the story and that's we'll get to it but then I actually really liked the chick I really like Zia but I do have some questions about her she is a paleo veterinarian but has never seen a dinosaur before? Yeah, so she's all theory. It's like a film student never making a film, just watching movies. But That's what it is. It's like such a... I don't know. Like, how... I don't know. Yeah. I, it's, you know what I mean? Like, why is she even a part of this? Like, if, if you... These dinosaurs have, have been living for however long now, you would think that as part of your studies, you would have to do some actual physical stuff, you know, like, you know, in film school, you usually make a short film or something. (laughs) I don't know. I thought it was really weird when she got there and then all, and then she just knows she's just like, I guess, you know, you got the theory behind you, but it was just a bit jarring. And I just felt like, why not just have her have worked on a dinosaur before? It didn't add to the story. The fact that she hadn't, you know what I mean? Mm. But I really liked her. I liked her sassiness and she, she sort of, brought something to like, there was a cool little dynamic with the foursome going on there which de- definitely disappears later when they're off the island which is is disappointing but yeah man like the 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 gyrosphere down the hill scene and the t-rex coming out and smashing the the carnosaurus or whatever it is um all the dinosaurs jumping off the thing 
fucking stellar absolutely amazing absolutely amazing like the the gyrosphere going underwater and owen grady having to come in he tries to shoot it he can't get it out so he pries it open oh it's it was a really like edge of your seat sort of scene and just visually stunning and i'm just like holy shit they are just hitting all the right marks right now i'm so happy with what this film is doing and then fucking hell like the brachiosaurus when it's on the edge of the pier as all the smoke and lava and stuff is coming down it's just fucking heartbreaking (laughs) yeah it's really sad it is really sad it's a really really strong image a really strong little scene that they've and and it's 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 heartbreaking in so many ways because that's that's the island that's that's jurassic park that jurassic park is gone yeah like destroyed completely. you know what i mean like a fan like myself seeing that that's that's just wow okay shit yeah the brachiosaur i get you know i think this is why i think like maybe they shouldn't have had the brachiosaur at the start like do a different dinosaur just as well. having that that moment there because it's the end. yeah because it's it's the first dinosaur that you know we see properly on the island and it's the last like back way back in jurassic park and then it's the last dinosaur that we see on the island like it's a really cool bookend but shit it's just it just leaves it up it's like fuck well they've killed off they've killed off the island so uh what what's next what happens next what do we do where do we go it was like a change in direction from this point on like Mm. the film was one thing and that could have been the whole film almost and it changes almost completely to this new thing once they're on the truck. Mm. And this is when shit starts getting weird. Like, <laughs> you've got the whole, they need to get, because Blue gets shot, so they're trying to do a blood transfusion from the T-Rex to Blue. So they go and extract T-Rex blood from the T-Rex, which is a very tense thing, and it's, it's it tense. And then there's a moment where they leave the door open in the T-Rex enclosure, and someone goes, oh, the door's open. Let me get that. And just closes it. And I'm just sitting there thinking, that's a fucking T-Rex. And you're just like very casually, oh, yeah. the door for the T-Rex is open on the boat we're all on. Yeah. Let me just close that. What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> Clearly someone's up to shit. Like you yeah. need to report that, sir. And then it's the same with like the T-Rex starts randomly screaming and roaring out uncontrollably. And the door opens and slams again. But they don't, like, nobody, no one nobody cares. Says a thing about They're just it. like, ah, he's just waking up. I'm like, what the fuck? Something's going on. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and then, like, it's just this, like, constant convenience where, like, she's looking after Blue in the, in the thing and he's tied down. And, of course, they, they all hide against the wall when he opens the little peephole to look into Blue and her, the commander I'm talking about, when he looks yeah. in and says, how's it going? Of course the peephole is just a little square and not a full door. Of course. <laughs> Even though it's completely logical because the fucking raptor's tied down. There's no reason for it to be that way. But of course that's what it is. Why the fuck is that what... Like, why? It's just, it's just this weird thing where things just start not making sense, almost. Like, it just gets fucking weird. I don't get it. Yeah, I like the these hunters are just so like 
so they're just horrible at their job yeah just like the fact that these like these people are basically just walking among them like they literally drive a fucking truck onto the onto the yeah. boat and they nobody could conceive that they're there like it's it's a yeah. bit silly there's never really much tension in terms of it because like you said with the scenes like that they're they're sort of setting up the fact that it's like oh these bumbling idiot hunters are never gonna tell that our heroes are on the board you know it's yeah. uh yeah, it's it does get a bit weird there. Um, it turns almost into this weird espionage film, you know, Metal Gear Solid, a la Jurassic World, <laughs> a bit mm. of stealth stealth ninja stuff. Because it pretty much is that for the rest of the film. Like it's just our heroes slinking among the hunters. But they uh, spend so much time on the boat as well, and nothing's happening. Like it just slows down to this lull. You've got the T Rex scene, which is kind of that was really it's cool. cool. Yeah. But, like, it just is this, like, this slow thing where, like, nothing's really happening and they're putting a lot of time into cutting back to the estate with the kid finding things out. And I'm like, I don't really give a fuck about any of this, to be honest. Like, this kid is nothing. And it just... And then finally they get... And, like, yeah, and then basically there's that point on the boat where they get off, like, they've landed, and they take away... The Martin is his name. Is it Martin? Who? The guy. The oh, Franklin. Bastard. Franklin. Franklin. They take him away, like, and he's like, "Oh, you're you're a deckhand. Come with us." And it's like, "Oh, oh no!" And that literally never matters. It again. means nothing. Yeah, this is what I mean. Like these two characters, which I actually dig. I really like the dynamic that they're bringing. They literally just cut them. Millhouse mm. cut. <laughs> It's, they're gone. Like, and set it, like you said, setting up Franklin going away, he's carrying the rope and he's being like, I don't know what to do. I'm a really awkward tech guy. Like, what? Mm. where's the scenes with him arsing his way through this? You know, there's nothing. Like, does he even come back in the film? Yeah, he comes back at the end as a scientist somehow. Like, somehow he's now a scientist. Oh, that's and so, right. Yeah, that's right. But it's just like this insane like weird thing where they've taken these characters put emphasis on them and then they've completely cut them out of the script almost mm. like i don't know what happened in the writing of this film but something happened like there was a discrepancy somewhere because it changes like completely changes everything yeah and it, it does. just like that they, they get to the island they get to the manor sorry the estate whatever and then they're selling off the dinos and it's like, it sort of gets cool again and you're like, oh fuck, okay. And then Chris Pratt is like whistling for this fucking psychopathic thing, Stiggy. bike helmet thing. And I'm like, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. But then he like has complete control over it five minutes later where he's like telling it where to go and like making it, you know, like they, they, he doesn't like attack them. When it sees them next. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, just- it's not... He doesn't have that connection that he does with the raptors with this Stiggy yeah. rock, rocker for whatever they, they, they call it, Stiggy. But I think he's more just manipulating it rather than, you know, having yeah, a connection I, with I it. I just thought the thing was going to be more, like, aggressive towards... Everyone? Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's just conveniently at times not aggressive towards Chris Pratt. That's how I felt when I yeah, was watching it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know what you mean. But I do like that dinosaur. In fact, I went and bought the Lego set 
of that oh, dinosaur really? immediately after the film because I really liked that thing. Like it smashes through the wall and smashes through the gate and then goes and smashes through all the people. <laughs> yeah, fucking, it's pretty sick. Fucking hilarious. It's great. Now I got a question for you: the clone thing. You know when she finally takes the book from Lockwood when Lockwood's killed, yeah, like smothered in his sleep. Again, what was with that? So Lockwood, is Lockwood in the first film in Jurassic no, Park? No, no. So what they've set up is that he was a partner of John Hammond. But before the, the events of the first film, they've had a, an argument and sort of broken up as partners. And I think what they argued over was the cloning of humans. Was that ever a point ever? Like, did, no. he, did that name Lockwood ever come up prior never, to this? Never, never. Okay, that I find weird. Because they've put so much time into this dude. Like, he's so relevant and, like, is meant to be this very important character. And I, the whole time, I'm like, I don't know if I'm meant to care about this guy. Like, is he a big deal in other films? Because, you know, he's just sort of there dying. This Mm. film could have pretty much lived without him, almost entirely. Like, he doesn't really need to be in it. You know? Yeah, yeah, you're right. It, it, he's he's basically just a surrogate Hammond, um, because yeah. we don't have Richard Attenborough anymore. Um, he's the step in. He's the guy I, who's come in to must... be that character. Right, of course, because Jurassic, this would have been written with Richard Attenborough alive, right? No, no. So Jurassic, uh, Richard Attenborough was sadly passed before Jurassic World came out. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just a bit odd. That's all. I yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I feel you. I feel you. And it, it, I like. I don't mind it because I like that it's sort of just adding to the backstory of Hammond that he had this partner, and you know there really is no reason that we would know about him before this because there hasn't been a point in any of the films where the politics of how Hammond got to a point where he could clone dinosaurs has happened, you know what I mean? And this is sort of just going into that backstory. So I kind of like it because it's just adding to the lore. My, I don't like the fact that he is basically irrelevant. <laughs> he's just yeah, he's just, he's just a, a catalyst almost. Like he's just there f- so you can see how bad this Mills guy is because he's going to suffocate him with a pillow. And then he gets turned, like he finds out about this dude fucking him over and he's like, call the police on yourself. It'll be easier that way. And I'm like, you fucking dude. loser. Yeah. What? <laughs> Like, just call the police, you yeah. fucking psycho. Do it yourself. Oh the phone God. would be next to the, the bed because he would have everything within arm's reach. It was just, a, yeah, it was a weird, a weird scene. What a but, moron. But the, 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's a dying man. He's not thinking straight. The little girl, though, Macy, she is great, I think. I think she was a, a great um, addition to the film. I still would have preferred Zia and Franklin, but this girl, it's a fantastic fantastic actress holy shit she is on song probably one of the best kid actresses i've seen in mm, a long time she's very very captivating yeah i just just wanted to keep watching her and i and i liked the kind of little kid point of view that she brought because that's sort of something that is starting to lack um in the last two movies because you know steven spielberg when he directed jurassic park he directed it from a kid's point of view there's actually interviews with him saying that i looked at this like a kid would look at dinosaurs i wanted you wanted the wonder and the awe that comes with you know some like a a six-year-old little kid seeing a dinosaur for the first time and he fucking nailed it and that magic has kind of 
left the series once he sort of stopped directing, you know what I mean? So to bring a little kid in like this, I thought was really cool because the kids in Jurassic World were fucking irrelevant and were just a waste of time, to be honest. But this girl is great. And they're sort of setting up that she has some sort of backstory that we... It may even be attached to a character that we already know. The way they keep hiding the the photo that, you know, who was her mother sort of thing. She doesn't know. And apparently her mother has been to the park before, the original, the Jurassic Park. So I'm starting to think maybe she's related to Lex, you know, the little girl from Jurassic Park. Or, you know, I'm starting to think, fuck, who could it be? And then I even went as far as, like, the babysitter in Jurassic World, the one who gets, like, fucked up by the pterodactyls and then eaten by a mosasaur because she was British. It doesn't happen to be any of them, and she's a clone. It's a fucking clone! (laughs) You didn't like that? What the fuck? I don't care. It makes no difference. That's why I don't fuck... I don't not like it. She's just a fucking clone. And the moment she opens the book and she sees that photo of herself and nothing said, I'm like, she's a clone. She's yeah. a fucking clone. Yeah. And then it's meant to be this big thing where the guy's like, yeah, you don't know anything about her. She's a clone. And I'm like, so what? Who fucking cares? Like, there's <laughs> dinosaurs killing people. I don't fucking care about a girl who's a clone. This fucking movie takes this weird 180 trying to pull some fucking Christopher Nolan M. Night Shyamalan shit on me (laughs) and go, oh, big shock, the girl's not actually a girl. I don't fucking give a shit what she is. She's been in the film for fucking five minutes. She pops up in the house, running around like a loony. I don't fucking care. (laughs) I want to see the shit everyone's paying to see. Show me that stupid blue raptor fucking killing people. I don't give a shit about this clone. Who fucking cares? I think you don't care because the movie didn't let us care about it, right? Like, they don't... It should have been a bigger deal. I'll admit, I was disappointed that it wasn't Lex or Ali Sattler or any of the other characters. Like, it But that would have just been a major fan service and it really wouldn't have fit in the story at all. So I kind of liked that it was a clone thing and I do like the idea that they're, they're starting to prod human cloning now, which is sort of, you know, frowned upon. What's that going to mean for the series? And what does that mean for the the morals that are being told to us? And it means nothing. And that's why you don't care. We're going full Resident Evil with this. I'm telling you right now. (laughs) Yes. It's going to be 15 Chris Pratt's in a scene. But like... (laughs) But, like, the thing, the, the other reason I don't care is because it's like, this is a fucking movie about dinosaurs, and now you're putting this emphasis on the influence of cloning and stuff. That's never been the point. It's never been something, and like, I cared about. I didn't go into this film expecting large-scale sci-fi concepts. I, I expect concepts about fucking dinosaurs, you know? I get it, because what? they cloned the dinos. I understand where it comes from, but... I care about the fucking dinosaurs. Well, like, actually, actually, that on the contrary, that is exactly what Jurassic Park is about. It is about the implications of cloning these animals that we don't understand and man playing God. That's the whole theme throughout supposedly all the, but, the Jurassic Park movies. And dinosaurs! Yeah, like, I, know, I know, I know. But like, I, I'm saying I don't mind the fact because this is the, the message that is supposed to be getting told to us. If Spielberg did it, this would have meant something. You know what I mean? And we would still yeah. get our dinosaur fix, but we would still get like a little moral lesson as we go along, which we did in Jurassic Park. Because if anything, 
Um, and this is something I want to talk about with the last part of this film, where we go from Jurassic World to Jurassic House. <laughs> yeah. It basically becomes a monster movie when we get on to the Indoraptor. And that is something that Steven Spielberg was avoiding. He didn't want to make a monster movie because the reason we give a shit about Jurassic Park and the dinosaurs and the characters in Jurassic Park is because of the themes behind it. And the themes are man playing God and why that is fucking stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like they're touching on the theme here. They're just like giving a little one finger push, but they're not actually waking up the beast and allowing it to come and, and tell its story. Basically in this last half of the film, they're trying to give us the theme and waste a heap of time telling us about this clone girl that eventually means very little and we don't get the dinosaurs. What I'm waiting for, and I was fucking excited every time we got a big drone sweeping shot of the forest around Lockwood Manor. And I'm like, fuck, there are going to be dinosaurs everywhere around mm. this estate. And they're going to be fucking shit up. And they're going to go out into the world. And it's going to be awesome. And basically, the only dinosaur that really gets to do anything is Stiggy and the Indoraptor. The rest of yeah. the dinosaurs just go they just disappear <laughs> like the, i'm waiting the, for that lost world scene where the triceratops comes out and starts smashing up the fucking house and you know what i mean like that doesn't happen they they're just stampeding and for most of the movie all the other dinosaurs outside of the t-rex the raptor occasional brachiosaur the indo and stiggy they're just stampeding they're just running the whole time yeah. there's nothing there's no weight to each any of the dinosaurs like there have been in the other films. It's like kind of every scene was a different dinosaur in the other ones. But my, yeah, and I had a big problem. So they get to the house and then they break out. And this is just like, this is where this movie, this movie's already like doing stupid shit, but I was like, this is no longer feeling like a Jurassic Park film. Doesn't feel like, no. a, like it, it, it doesn't feel like a, a film defined by its predecessors and what you know th this it's this very specific feeling it felt like i was watching a generic white bread hollywood film chris pratt is a fucking dinosaur wrangler okay he's a cool dude he's a country dude he lives in his van and he trains raptors great he's not a goddamn action hero <laughs> And Indiana Jones, eat your heart out. Yeah, suddenly out of nowhere, this guy just turns into this fucking John Wick guy, like action yeah. hero. <laughs> and it's just so stupid because I'm not watching it going, whoa, that's cool. I'm going, oh my God, this is like every other fucking Hollywood film. Like this protagonist needs to be good at combat. So the protagonist is now really good at combat. Like yeah. that's what it is. And he's like... Like running through this fucking like assembly area with the the bike helmet dinosaur smashing everyone to pieces, and he's just like clotheslining guys with guns and like disarming them and like fighting and like I was just like he does what the f he does like the Batman Arkham games like just you know you can just yeah. string a bunch of combos together a flying fist to knock this dude out. I actually thought it was really cool. It was out of place, but I loved the shot. There was like a big tracking shot of him just fucking all those people up. Out of place in this movie. Probably not character driven, but I did enjoy the shot. 
thought it was dumb <laughs> as fuck. I thought, I thought though, once the they've got Raptor Boy in the cage and they trank him, that bird's eye shot of the Endoraptor on the on the floor with the 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 captain dude like mm. walking around him, mm. fucking gorgeous. Mm. And I love that scene too. Like to me, I was like, that's. That's the good shit. Like, that's the Jurassic Park is he's tranked and you think he's, like, down. I, you you kind of know he's not. But yeah, he's fucking with him. But he wakes up and kills him. Like, I was like, that's the sort of shit you want to see because that's, like, this dinosaur's intelligent. He's got now scary and he's out and about and he's just murdering people. But then it just turns into this cat and mouse film. Again, they just decide when the cat's really good at killing people and when the cat's really dumb. Like, yes. Okay. Now, this is what I really want to talk about. The Indoraptor, a predecessor to the Indominus Rex. Predecessor? Was that the right word? No. Uh, pre- the, no. The, the sequel. The sequel. Yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> whatever you want to say. Now, how is this one different to the Indominus Rex? Is it just the fact that it's smaller? They're talking like it's better, right? But they never actually explain why it's better. They're just saying it's it's sort of a the next stage in um, Wu's masterpiece, the Indominus Rex. But the Indominus Rex was already a mix of T-Rex and Raptor and a bunch Raptor. of other things. So it was like the ultimate killer. So what yeah. is different about this one? We know that Raptors are smarter than T-Rexes, but the Indominus Rex was part Raptor. So it was already smart enough. Like it. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't understand why I like the feathers on its head. I thought that was cool. Hmm. I think Um, it looks great. And I think it's a great monster and I, and I really want to know more about it, but it's a monster, not a dinosaur. And that's, and that's where this movie strays away from Jurassic Park style. It becomes a Frankenstein horror house movie. In the end, mm. um, which I dig, I love that shit. But is that Jurassic Park? And I think that's why we're feeling mixed feelings about it. Like they've they've basically killed off the formula of Jurassic Park, which is dinosaurs in the in the jungle killing people, and have turned it into this horror house, like House on Haunted Hill sort of thing. With there's a monster in the house, cat and mouse, like you just said, which. I'm okay with if you set up the dinosaur to be something that's sort of relevant and something that I, I give a shit about. Like the raptors in the kitchen in the first exactly. Jurassic Park yeah. is is this film, but it was just in one scene. Whereas this one's half a fucking movie. And that's it, it starts to drag on a bit. But my biggest problem is the way that they've just set up this Indoraptor it's just all over the shop. Like, they really dropped the ball with it because it is a cool monster. Like, I'm okay with it being a monster, and I'm going with the fact that they're giving me something different. We're into onto the fifth film. It's time to move on a little bit. Like, keep the same feeling. And I was very, like, at one point I was sitting there with my arms crossed. I was like, mm, I don't know about this. But I, I was like, no, be open to it because, you know... They can't just give you Jurassic Park over and over again because if they keep doing that, you know, we'll just keep getting Force Awakens again. <laughs> it's the same film. Again, I don't want that. I want to see new things and I want to advance the story. So if this is what they have to do to do it and then we can see where we go from there, okay, I'm open to it. But the fact that the Indoraptor just doesn't get its time, we don't even hear about the Indoraptor until nearly halfway through the film. 
like if this is the major antagonist of the film it yeah, should have f- been relevant from the start like the opening scene should have been about the indo rap i just don't really think they should even have it in there i just don't know why they didn't have a fucking dinosaur be the bad guy you know well, like is, you know it's the same problem that jurassic world has and yeah, Tr- well, chris pratt's character calls it out like dinosaurs wow enough right <laughs> yeah and that's it and they're like no they're not and in this i'm like what the fuck like why have you done this again? And they bring him in. And it's, yeah, it's so long, this cat and mouse shit. And there's some cool sequences and cool scenes and stuff. But it feels all out of whack. The bedroom scene is a great scene. But we already know about the Indoraptor. Like, why yeah. did the little girl run and hide in a fucking bed? No, we're already getting chased. The chase is on. Why are we slowing down? That should have happened first. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, the little girl should have just been locked in the, in the bedroom like she was. And the auction goes down. Stiggy comes out, fucks everything up. The hunter lets out the Indoraptor after getting killed. And then the Indoraptor's in the house and everyone's like, where the fuck is it? And also, why does everybody leave? That's cannon fodder. Let the Indoraptor kill as many people yeah, exactly. as it can. I remember turning to, um, to Reese actually. Uh, this was actually at the start of the film and all the, the army dudes. And I was like, oh, so many deaths are going to happen. Not. Nah, there's barely anyone dies in this movie. It's fucked. Yeah, there's um, no... Where's the Jurassic Park murder? Yeah, know? yeah. Like, it's supposed to be horrific. And they've really PG'd it up. Like, the first film was only a PG film, and it's horrifying. The amount yeah, of people Yeah, they kill a lot of people. It's done well, you know? It's not tasteless. It's, it's done, and it makes you feel horrific, but it's not, you know, just this gore-ridden thing. It doesn't need to be that. It can be off-screen deaths if you need it to be, but bloody hell. There was a hundred people at this auction, and they basically only kill like five of them like a few people get smashed by stiggy but that's about it the indoraptor should have gone on a fucking killing spree and then we would have just been like holy shit it kills a bunch of people then then this is what i'm saying i reckon should have happened then it goes upstairs and creeps into the girl's bedroom yeah. and the girl doesn't know what it is she only seen it in the shadows before and it's a scary thing and then fucking blue and Chris Pratt come in and save her and they and then the cat and mouse thing starts but if we're doing that scene halfway through it it just it throws everything out it doesn't work that's a fucking they've done it it's totally a trailer moment because that was in the trailer and the other thing the other thing that fucking irked me too was they just forget everything that's happened else in the film there's no development of um Pratt and Claire's relationship at all yeah yeah see this is totally gone by this point I don't need monologuing or anything, but you've got to push it a little bit, have some yeah. tension there. It doesn't matter. The other two characters are totally forgotten. And then Blue, which was like a big selling point in the trailer and for the last film, he's basically seen at the start, gets sedated, and then right near the end, does he like come back in form? And I, for the whole film, I was like, when's Chris Pratt and Blue, when, like, when is this little team up that everyone wants to happen going to happen? Mm. And it never does. And it was really oh, frustrating. It sort of does in the bedroom. Sort of. But even, actually, that's another thing. I was talking about it being a trailer moment. In the trailer, there's a part in the bedroom scene where Owen's like, Blue! like whistles for it yeah. and she jumps over and starts attacking it it's like you know he's he set it on it but that doesn't actually happen in the film yeah i want that whereas if that did happen then then you've got that what you're talking about you've mm. got the the blue and owen uh team up thing like because she still doesn't kind of 
you know, jumping ahead a bit, like when she leaves later, Chris Pratt's like, stay with me. And she's like, nah, bro, <laughs> fucks off I'm into the forest. I'm fucking out of this bitch. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It was just weird. It was just, a, it just was fucking weird. I don't understand. The way they paced it is so horrific. It just butchered it. And, and it didn't need to be because it sets up really well. And you're right. The island stuff's really cool and it's really fun. And it's predictable, but predictable in a way that you want it to be. Like you know yeah. what's going to happen, yeah, yeah, but you yeah. want that's that's because you want it to happen, and then it just turns into this fucking TV straight to DVD movie, and <laughs> it's just like so weird. And then like the the raptor just gets less intimidating the more the film goes on. Well, this is the thing as well. You you pointed it out before. Like it's like they give it flaws when it seems convenient to give it flaws. Like there's only a few times where it's actually clever. Like the way that they've sort of talked about it is that it's basically as smart as us, if not more intelligent. And it does the whole like pretending to be dead at the start um, when the hunter's put, trying to pull the teeth out. And then the only other really kind of clever thing that it does that's not really that clever is it pulls itself up when it, you know, when it was about to fall through the glass that's, onto yeah, the tricep. Yeah, that's literally it. Yeah. And I'm like, where's the rest of it? You've set up this thing to be the ultimate thing. The Indominus Rex got more than this. This gets fucking nothing, and it's supposed to be better. Like, I really liked what they had, but they just don't do anything with it. And like you said, the pacing's all over the shop. It's like they just don't know what they want to do with this fucking thing. And then it dies, and you're like, oh, that's it? And yeah. It, it was cool. Like, it was a cool death. I liked, you know, Blue standing on top of him and like, yeah, boy, <laughs> you know, sort of thing. But because of the fact that I just expected so much more from this this dinosaur character, I'm left wanting more. I'm, I'm just left in the lurch. I'm disappointed. I, I thought the whole, like, Blue coming in to save the day was weird. This raptor who's finally free spends his time trying to find this other raptor. Like, I yeah, just found, I found yeah. that odd. Like, yeah. he's free. Like, it's an animal. And that's the thing. I was like, I get it if Chris Pratt's telling her what to do or Chris Pratt's in danger and Blue's there, but Blue's just out of nowhere doing this shit. Like, you've got no idea what this raptor's doing. Well, I think it is I think it is setting up, uh, you know, it's supposed to be, it's, it's defending Owen. It's defending its alpha, but it's not set up enough in the film. But yeah, there was, it was just, it just gets fucking weird. It just gets so weird. And then the, the, that's like the big moment. And then it's just this ethical thing, like the they get the villain gets killed by a stamp a T Rex at the end, mm -hmm. uh, which was a cool moment. Yeah, it was like great. the stampede's coming through, but the whole reason it happens, so like, oh, the dinosaurs are dying from gas. We need to release them or keep them in here. But if we release them, we're releasing dinosaurs on the world, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, cool. Claire said no, that's cool. But the door opens because the girls like they're alive too, and then lets them out. Mm -hmm. I completely fucking disagreed with that. Like, completely. <laughs> They're fucking dinosaurs. They're not... You're a person. You've been cloned. Yes, that's a similarity you share, but you're a human <laughs> being. There's many other human beings on this world. There's no other dinosaurs. You've introduced a fucking, like, literally a million-year-old species to the current world. That is fucking hugely detrimental have you ever seen anything on feral animals like australia has a huge rabbit problem because they were introduced <laughs> to this country 
This is what I'm saying. Like, the dinosaurs like, are the rabbits of the uh, well, Nevada just, desert. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, it, it doesn't like ethically, because it's meant to be the right thing. Like when it happens, you're meant to, no, I don't think you're meant to agree with the girl, but you're meant to understand where she's coming from. But I was just like, this is bullshit. It's just an excuse to set up another film. They should have just let the fucking dinos die because, I don't know, it just didn't make sense. I know what you're saying, but I definitely wanted them to be free. Like, I don't know, me being a dinophile, I'm, I'm just kind of like, oh, I need... I think they could have been a smarter... You know, maybe they could have figured out a way of locking them in the house. Or so, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> But why couldn't the bad guy just do it? Like, or what, like... Maybe, like, there's a raptor, like, blues killing the dude in the control room and the guy dies and accidentally, you know, fucks it up and all the dinos get released. Like, I didn't mind if... The, I, I've got, Look, don't get me wrong. I want those dinosaurs out in the world causing havoc. Yes. Or I want it to happen at the climax of the film and I want all these dinosaurs tearing shit up in the town. Yeah. And I want to fucking... I don't want it to be a choice at the end by the heroes that we're then meant to have to accept and we don't get to see the, the damage of it. And the well, other thing I found strange well, was I think, like... No, just quickly, I, f I think that the the choice isn't from the heroes. That is the point. It's the little girl who, who makes the choice. Yeah. And, and of course, any kid is going to save the dinosaurs. They, they're sitting in there dying. Like, it was horrible. It's almost like the Brachiosaur on the, on the pier all over again. And this time, they actually can save it. And Claire, she is thinking like you. She's like, no, I don't want the rabbits out in the, <laughs> in the general population. Yeah. Whereas the little girl is just going to do it. So to me, it does make sense. And I, I think it's probably the best way that they could have done it. I don't know. I just, I wanted to see more of those dinosaurs get out. And then I was thinking to myself, I'm like, some of those dinosaurs, there's only like, there's only one raptor and there's yeah. only one T-Rex. So they can't breed because they're like, oh, you know, these dinosaurs are out in the world now. We have to live in a world with dinosaurs. I'm like, there was apparently 11 species of dinosaur. Like there wasn't a lot of dinosaurs, no. you know? Like the herbivores will probably mate, but yeah, I don't think you're gonna see much of the, the, the yeah, T Rex. Exactly. <laughs> and the like, T Rex is already old it. as fuck. Yeah. I'm like, no, you don't. Just fucking just find them. <laughs> like <laughs> you know where they went. They they oh, there's only one group of them that can fly. Just fucking gun them down, find the rest, get rid of them. It just Yeah, it was just a and that it sort of started right near the end, and this is my thing. I feel like once they get to the manor, they start setting up for another film. Like mm -hmm. that was the whole point mm -hmm. was the moment they get there, that's when they're like, okay, we've got to start setting up our story strands and getting our shit in order for the next one. Because old mate doesn't die. The the Asian guy, yeah. the doc, Dr. he Wu. doesn't die. The villain dies in such a weird way. It just I don't know. It just felt fucking weird. It just felt empty and weird near the end. I was like, what the hell's going on? No, just, I totally agree. I totally agree. When I came out of the movie, I was a little bit frustrated. I was I was very mixed emotions. Again, you know, I I'm trying to appreciate the fact that they're doing something different, but mm. what I wanted to see and what I was getting excited for, like I said before, you see that big drone sweeping shot of the forest. I'm like, "Oh my god, when those dinosaurs get out, it is going to be so good, and that's going to be the best climax to this that this film could possibly do." But it's not the climax. It's the tease for the next film. And I'm normally all about teasers. We always have this argument. You fucking hate them. You hate that they set up sequels. Mm -hmm. I want a sequel, obviously. And I'm all for them setting it up and giving us a little tease at the end. But basically, the last half of this film is the tease for the next movie. And that is fucked. Yep. 
bullshit. It just, it's just this cock tease thing. I... Like, releasing dinosaurs into the world should have been the big thing in this film. Like, yeah. that's the big moment, and it's yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean, man. That's the climax. And then, you know, something happens out in the rest of the world and whatever. Then the, the animals are widespread throughout the world now. And that's what the third film, you know, sixth film is going to mm. be. But the way this one is done, I am I feel like I'm going, yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I actually, like, I love the shot of Blue going up on the on the ledge and looking over the neighborhood i love the shot of the t-rex roaring at the lion i love did you stay till the end of the credits no what happens at the end so there's shots of pterodactyls in vegas they land on top of like i think the eiffel tower place in vegas i love that but that's what i wanted to see now now i've got to wait three fucking years and i'm pissed off Like, I'm so pissed off about it. It's so weird because, like I said, I'm normally all about that sort of shit. But because it was set up at the halfway point that basically I was I was expecting to see that already. Like, I already know it's happening. It's going to happen. The dinosaurs are on the mainland. They're going to fuck shit up. Why, why did you make me sit through a fucking Frankenstein horror house movie, like half a movie, and then not give me what... I'm kind of promised. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I know what you mean. Because I didn't, like, I uh, I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, this is so, just weird. It was just weird and annoying. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't, like, I wasn't like, this is so bad. I hate it. I was like, what the fuck? Why are they doing this? It's clear that they don't need to. Why are they doing this? Now, mm. uh, now we know. And, yeah, it just, ah. Uh, it's a yeah. cop out and like I I hate that that's what's happened. This is my favorite mm. franchise and they've wasted half a movie setting up the next one, which has never happened before. Like even Jurassic oh. World wasn't a setup for a sequel. Like it was a pretty closed story, you know what I mean? And it's there there's room for a sequel and that's where we are now. And I thought they advanced it really well with the whole dinosaur rights movement and all that sort of thing. But now it's it's oh it's just so frustrating like i'm i'm actually disappointed which i never thought i'd be with a jurassic park film it's disappointing that that's what this last half of the film is especially when they've nailed the tone in the start and i'm all for them going for a different direction and like i said i didn't mind the the horror house sort of thing but that can't be the end and then the indoraptor doesn't mean anything and like so it's just such a such a waste such a waste of the end of a film a Jurassic yeah. Park film every other film has ended better I just wish they, li- wish they listened to Jeff Goldblum at the start where he's <laughs> like don't fucking go there let them die you yeah. don't understand what you're doing the guy has more under- a bigger understanding than anyone else yeah and this group's like no we're gonna go anyway um, but I mean, well, it's not their no, fault, in their I defense, guess... like because he was talking to the government, and then the government, yeah, the government says they're going to let yeah, it die. It's... But it's like, you know, look, people are going to save the dinosaurs if they're going to if the the dinosaurs are going to be saved in the original plan, and they're going to be put onto another island. That's fine to me. Like, yeah, yes, have a, a little dinotopia. They're not affecting the world. It's always been that way. But in terms of the chaos theory and everything that. Um, Ian Malcolm talks about like life will find a way it will get off the island and eventually make its way into the rest of the world it just will happen it can't not <laughs> there's going to be some way that it happens some asshole investor will go over and try to steal one to you know clone them and blah 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 we go from there but anyway Ian Malcolm let's just talk about him for a sec why is he in this movie 
Like, yes, it's cool yeah. that he's in it. Why waste Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> yeah, I, I reckon it was they begged and begged and begged, and yeah. he said, I'll do the fucking bare minimum, otherwise I'm not doing it at I'll all. I'll literally went, sit at a table and say a monologue which you can bookend the film in. Isn't Fucking that what, hell. Isn't that what um, Sam Neill's... What's the girl's name? The girl that plays Holdor? Um, oh, um, um, Lord, um, or Ellie Sadler. The in, in, yeah. in Jurassic Park 3, Laura she's a, Laura she Dern. only pops up on the phone, doesn't she? Laura yeah, oh, she, she's on the phone and, she, and um, Alan Grant sees her at the start. It's kind of a waste as well. But it, at least it advances her story a little bit because mm. they were boyfriend and girlfriend at Jurassic Park and then she's married with kids and to see, it's, it sort of sets up Alan Grant's character more, if anything. So it's, it's, it's there for a purpose where this is definitely just... Hey, look, Jeff Goldblum's back. We're going to put him in the trailer so you all come see it because you're going to think Ian Malcolm's going to be a big fucking part of the film. But psych, no, he's not. And he's going to say that fucking lame, that lame ass line at the end. <laughs> Welcome to Jurassic World. Now that the dinosaurs are out oh, the world. Yeah. Oh my God, cringe. Even I can't handle that. And I love Jeff Goldblum and I, <laughs> and I would take that stuff. Holy shit. What a tease though. Like I'm, I'm just thinking... I'm I'm waiting for one of the other characters to pop up, like the, just the way that they they've showed that Ian Malcolm's in this car in in this film again. Who else is going to be in there? Is Alan Grant going to pop up as a as a consult or something? Is Ali Sattler going to be there? Like, are they all going to be around when the dinosaurs are in the mainland? Like, what? Who? Where do they go to? Like these guys? These guys are the experts. It makes sense, but to have him just sitting in a like a courtroom, bookending the film, oh, so. He even does the voice. I've been I've been playing the the Jurassic World Evolution game, like the park building game on PS4. Yeah, is it good? Fucking awesome, man! Really good. So addictive. I forgot how addictive those sort of games were because you know that the only sort of type like that style of game that I've played recently have been like the ones on the phone where you have to do yeah. microtransactions to actually get anywhere, so you get cock blocked all the way along. This you have the whole the whole game, so you're just constantly fixing things, and dinosaurs are breaking out and killing people, and it's great. But anyway, he he does um, a lot of the narration in it. it. Like he's a big part. Like he's ta- telling you, like, oh, you shouldn't open this. <laughs> you shouldn't open this Jurassic World. It's the chaos theory says that everyone's gonna die. Blah blah blah. I'm like, why is he bigger in the fucking game than he than is this, in the movie? Yeah, he would have signed a contract, and the contract would have needed x amount of work from him and he would have just gone i'll do talking heads and voice work and you can fuck off bare minimum stuff yeah absolutely but it's just he's been getting interviewed for the film and everything like he's he's been like a big part of the marketing and he's nothing it's so frustrating that blows my mind that he was getting interviewed i don't know i'm surprised sam neill wasn't in it well all that i can say is that it was still cool to see that the t-rex is still king there's even the the t-rex stamps out the indominus literally smashes the bone that was the dna and like says nah you're done like the t-rex is a badass in this film i really really enjoyed her but one question i have left for us on a parting note is are they ever going to bring up site b you know the island from from uh, lost world i don't know and the third one, there, there's oh. been two movies. There's a whole dinosaur sanctuary, basically, on Isla Sauna, which is the other island. And it's all fine still. And it's never mentioned. Yeah. So there's no volcano on that one, as far as we know. Is that where we go? They've probably, yeah, they might have, ner- like, just retconned it. I reckon, I reckon they might, but I doubt it. Unless it's a fan service. Because the Lost World isn't hated, like, 
the third one is. The third Jurassic Park movie was like fucking slammed. <laughs> um, I know you hated Lost World. Yeah, Lost World fucking sucks. Oh God, it's shit. But <laughs> I just watched it again the other night, man. It is so good. I love that film. I don't know. They just nailed the tone and you get to see a bit of every dinosaur on that film. And it's cool seeing the animals living in their own, in their natural habitat, which is what I thought we'd get a little bit more out of this one. Um, but it's still there. And as far as I know, I haven't been able to read anything where they've, they've said that they've retconned it. Like, but it's weird that they haven't brought it up because the T-Rex that runs amok in the lost world in San Diego, they take it back to Isla Sauna. So there's, at least three T-Rexes there. There's the two T-Rexes and the baby one. Yeah. And then all the raptors and, you know, whatever else is still on that island. But it's, um, I really hope that they, they go into that in the next one. But I don't know if they will, because I feel like they would have, you know, mentioned it when they were talking about, you know, if these... Because basically what they're saying is if this this volcano goes off, all the all the dinosaurs are dead. There are no more dinosaurs. They're extinct again. Where it's like, no, there's a whole other island. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's where they take him. We'll find out in the next one. And it's three years here. away. Fuck. <laughs> I'm so... I just want to see the animals go fucking ham in the world. It's going to be so good. I am looking forward. Like, they have... You know, as frustrated as I am about it, like, the tease makes me excited to see the next one because it's like, finally, I'll get to see what I wanted to see. I don't know. How are you feeling? Are you are you uh, are you amped? I don't fucking care. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I don't fucking yeah. care about this one. I don't want another one. Fuck. All right. Well, I think it's time to talk about our good, the bad, and the ugly. Yes, my good. Hello. The opening sequence is my good. Actually, you know what? I'll get more niche. The fucking that shot with the. The crocodile dinosaur in the wave with the surfers is so sick. I love that so much. That was the best shot in the whole film. Yeah. Banger. It's, banger. But it's a, why is that not a thing? They set yeah. up the Mosasaur getting out at the start of the film, and then that's the next time we see it is in the wave later, which is fucking awesome. Oh, it's, like, it's like they're teasing us from the very first frame of this film. God damn it. Opening sequence is my favorite too. I loved it. I thought it was the best. In fact, I would say the whole, everything on the island is good, is stellar. I remember thinking, fucking hell, yes, we were on track here. It was great. I thought the same thing. Bad. I'm going to go with the fucking whole sequence once they're off the island. That's my bad. (laughs) Me too. Me too. Wasting half the movie setting up. The Jurassic Another World. Another one. What a like, waste of time. It's, 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 it's setting a whole half a movie setting up Jeff Goldblum's fucking lame-ass line saying, Welcome to Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ugly. Um, the clone thing. That's so fucking stupid. Like, I get it, but it's dumb. It's just dumb. Fucking hell. Have you not seen Attack of the Clones? That's the worst prequel. Okay. <laughs> um, my Ugly would be just... The, the lack of setup for the Indoraptor and what they eventually do with it and they ugh, so much potential and it's just ugly the way that it was handled it's horrible okay what is your final verdict on Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom Connor McDuff go I could not have given a fuck going into this film because I didn't really like the last one I love Jurassic Park but 
within the first 30 minutes, I was pretty into it. I was pretty, I was digging it. I was keen for it. And then I got bored. Like, honestly, the midway point when they're on that boat, I was like, holy fuck, is this going to end soon? Because this is boring. I'm bored now. What's going on? This is a dinosaur movie. Why am I bored? And they get to the manor and it's just so lackluster and disappointing the whole time. It's so fucking below average that it just kills it. It just turns into this weird, this is my problem with franchises. It's that they just they just changed everything about a character and about what the everything means in the film so that they can make more. Like Chris Pratt can suddenly be a combat expert and he's a fucking martial artist because he needs to be for this situation. You know, like it just it's fucking annoying. Anyway, I'd give it a 2 out of 5. Oh, savage. Savage, mm-hmm. savage, savage, savage. Uh, I think the opening scene at least is worth a three. <laughs> oh, me too. But then the rest of the film reduces yeah, it down. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, I feel like one must embrace change. This is, we need to evolve like the dinosaurs. Mm. We need to move on. We've had the same film for four films now, and I've loved every single one of them. Uh, Jurassic Park 3 is not as good, but I still fucking love it. It still has Jurassic Park all over it Jurassic World flawed but still just a fucking cool story and it's so cool to be amongst this dinosaur theme park it was cool to see one running and to see this new animal get out yeah okay again I probably would have preferred it would just be dinosaurs but okay they still had a cool thing going on the T-Rex fight at the end stellar Mosasaur what a great addition and here we've got the great opening scene and I know what they're doing it's like they're trying to do kind of what like Last Jedi was doing. They're trying to take the franchise in a new direction. And I'm all for it. I, as long as it fits the lore of Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. The opening scene, the, the first half of the film on the island is some of the best Jurassic Park stuff I've ever seen. Like, I love it. I think it is fucking brilliant. And then you literally get a shot that says... Jurassic Park is dead. The Brachiosaurus dying on the, the dock. Brilliant. I think it's great. It's like, where are we going to go from here? And like I said, also, I love horror movies. And I love Frankenstein. I love haunted house movies. I love cat and mouse stuff. And they're doing all that in this last thing. And it's cool. I am digging it. I do like what they've done here. I'm just not about the fact that it is half a movie to set up the next movie. That is super frustrating to me, especially in my favorite franchise. I'm not okay with it. Like, I like what they're doing, but it feels like a lot of wasted time. But you know what? Life will find a way, and I do love Jurassic Park, so I can't hate this film. I'm going to go see it again probably this afternoon. I still, I read and read the book immediately after it. I've collected all the dinosaur fucking toys. I had to actually rotate my shit because I had, I had the whole Jurassic World from the first movie. I had almost all of the, all the figurines and stuff from that. I had to actually put them all in a box so I could fit the new ones that I've bought oh on my, my shelf. Like it's actually, <laughs> I'm, I've got to the point where I'm rotating. It's sad and kind of cool at the same time. I just love getting amongst this stuff. This is my jam. Jurassic Park is my jam. It would take a lot for me to hate a movie that came in this franchise, and I definitely don't hate this movie. I have mixed feelings as we've gone through, and I'm 
I, I, I was a bit confused coming out of it. I even, I was driving home with Beck and I said to her, I'm like, oh, I think I liked it. But there was just something, you know, you know, you know, it's, I, I imagine that you probably get this feeling with Star Wars. Like you, you want to love it because it's your thing. Yeah. There's no way that you're not going to like it. But when they've let you down in some ways, it just, it feels like a bit of a slap to the face. And that's kind of where this film falls. It's definitely not on the level of any of the other films. I think this is probably the worst of the franchise. But that doesn't mean it's a bad film. The other ones are all sitting in the fours and up. Uh, maybe Jurassic Park 3 would be a 3.5. And actually, like I think this one might sit on that 3.5 scale for me. Because I still liked it. The first half of the film is almost a 5 out of 5. <laughs> it was like, great. Um, but Stop yeah, they, they killed it. They killed Stop it in the it. end. <laughs> they killed well, it. I could I couldn't disagree with you more here. But... <laughs> There you go, folks. Another episode of Fish and Connor, where I'm always right and Fish is fucking crazy. That's about it, isn't it? Yeah, that's usually how it goes down. What are we reviewing next, Fish? Well, the next big movie that comes out is another favorite in your favorite little franchise uh, of the people who are taking over the world, the little mouse with the Captain America shield, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Is that a legit excitement? Are you actually looking forward to that film? I don't fucking care about (laughs) Marvel. I don't care. What do you care about these days? What like you? I feel like everything we've reviewed in the last six months, you haven't cared about. What is the? What movie are you caring about that's coming up? What should we look for? I'm a nihilist. I don't care about anything. I don't know. I don't actually know what's coming up. <laughs> I don't think anything is. Like, I'm really hard to impress at the moment. I don't think anything's coming up that looks like something I... <laughs> what about the new Predator movie? Do you like Predator? No. Predator no. No. <laughs> Mission Impossible? Uh, yeah, that looks alright. It actually does look pretty cool. It looks pretty cool. I don't know. Look, I don't... I don't know. I don't what about... What about The Meg? Yeah, the Meg looks pretty fun. Jason I, Statham versus a giant great white shark. The I'm Megalodon. keen for Night School, um, a quirky comedy starring Kevin Hart. I can't wait for that. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's shit I never want to see. That's what I'm talking about. I'll definitely be seeing that. I love Kevin Hart. <sighs> um, well, yes, we are going to be doing Ant-Man and the Wasp. You liked Ant-Man though, didn't you? You didn't mind Ant-Man from I'm kind of. I'm actually kind of interested to see what they do with this one. I think a lot's going to come into it from that was missing from Avengers yes. Infinity War, right? So we, we discussed that. I think that this is where we're going to talk about where Ant-Man and possibly Hawkeye and other characters that weren't in Infinity War, what they're doing during that film. So I, mm. I'm, I'm keen. I, th- I actually think it looks really good. The trailers look great. They're just kind of having fun with it. I think they're taking what they did with the original one and, and uh, listening to what happened with Thor the latest Thor and how it was fun and I think they're going to do that again so I, I'm, I, I've got pretty high hopes for it well let's find out next time on Fish and Connor saw a movie <laughs> follow us on iTunes Podbean Stitcher fuck you die in a hole play the music fish <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh, oh shit sorry.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. Fish and Connoisseur Movie does not own any rights to the film Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, its marketing, or its soundtrack, and no infringement is intended. The track at Jurassic World's end, Credits Suite, is performed by Michael Giacchino, and the track The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly titles is performed by Ennio Morricone.